Glory to God. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> Won't you be Jehu's horses? So you don't trample principalities from the outside. How are you going to take out a devil with the natural realm? You trample principalities from the inside by releasing the kingdom realm out of your innermost being and through your whole heart, getting all the devils out. Uh-huh. You get the whole world out of you. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life, seven mountains burn out of you from your innermost being outward. We've been trying to do it on the outside. What? You could hardly make a dent in the outside, an outside Christianity, even if God gave you 10 million more years. But if you get into real inside Christianity and become temples of the Holy Spirit, with your innermost being releasing the seven spirits of God, the seven spirits of love, you could do it in one generation. Us. Amen. It's a season of divine love, the harem of Christ's lovers, which is the Holy of Holies company. Mm -hmm. The hundredfold glory rum. Isaiah 61, verse 10. I will sing and greatly rejoice in Yahweh. My whole being vibrates with shouts of joy in my God, for he has dressed me with salvation and wrapped me in the robe of his righteousness. I appear like a bridegroom on his wedding day, decked out with a beautiful sash, or like a radiant bride adorned with sparkling jewels. It's the day of the wedding feast. It's the day of entering the marriage of the Lamb and learning how to supper. Sup on her, feast on her, all you priests. Feast on the bride. Learning how to eat each other's spirit life. Learning how to devour the hidden person of the heart. It's called fellowship. The whore of Babylon does it in the brain, and that's why they're all secretly full of sin and perversion on the wrong side of the veil. You know what I mean? But those that are sanctified, they do it in the Holy of Holies, in virginity of the King. The King is a virgin. Jesus Christ never had sex with Mary Magdalene, even though he was tempted to, and they had perfect twin flames, soulmate level relationship. It's true. But they passed their test. Jesus never lusted, but he was tempted in every way that we are, yet was found without sin, it is written. Oh yeah. You need to understand how intimate this thing is, and not blush, and not be ashamed. God is a lover. God is love. And the end of the world is the devouring of natural love with divine love, with spiritual love. That's the end of the old heavens and the old earth. Supernatural love, spiritual love, will lick the earth completely on fire with tongues of fire. Tongues of fire. Beginning with your hearts and beginning with your faces, through your brains, through your eyes. Cleaning it all out because these people are freaking dirty. They're so dirty. They're so defiled. But lovers see the potential. The harem of Christ, the hundredfold of Christ that live in the love chambers, 
to live on the king's bed, amen, of virgin love, that live in the faraway fields, that live on the spice mountains, that live under the apple tree, that feast upon love and golden apples continuously. We have learned to minister this realm and to feed perverted souls love apples. You can feed perverts divine love and turn them into virgins. Amen? It's called sanctification. Not a single person is pure. Not one. All defiled, all perverted, all immoral, all idolatrous. Every single one. The only way you're sanctified is by Jesus' love towards you. And we got here by receiving it like drunkards and gluttons. And we were persecuted every step of the way because they were telling us, you can't have that much love, you can't have that much fun, can't have that much anointing, can't have that much freedom, can't use those words, those words belong to the devil. And they're all in bondage to the devil because they believe those words belong to the devil. Holy Spirit. We kept feasting, knowing that they're wrong because we're so in love. And, and, you know, when they tell you you're wrong, and then they beat you up, the night watchman, of Song of Songs, of your sacred love story, that's when you're handed over to Satan. Because they tell you you can't go any further in love. That's the cap. That's all the love you get. Now the rest of it is religion. The rest of it's the world. The rest of it you need to be pleasured on your spouse and on your kids and on your job and making money and your 401k and your savings plan and retirement. You need to be thinking about the future, thinking about the world. Even the best of the best has had a cap on love until the sons of God manifest. And that cap's removed. That's the open heavens that will never be closed. That's love raining from the heavens. That's the bridal chamber of the second heaven. That's the melting of the seven mountains of separation. That's the oneness of the whole world. You'll find when you enter this love realm by feasting, and by receiving revelations of divine love, the heavens just open over your head. And every enemy your entire life has been fighting you from entering this love realm. This is our promised land, the realm of love. And you get there by feasting, you get there by drinking, you get there by sacrificing your brain and your knowledge of good and evil. You cannot rise in divine love and be like trying to figure it out. You have to sacrifice your flesh, your brain. You have to go through the cross, which is on the other side of the veil. See, this type of love reveals all perversion. It reveals all secret sin. All hypocrisy is exposed. That's why it's the most persecuted realm of all. The hundredfold glory realm is the realm of divine love the marriage chamber of Jesus Christ. This is the realm we've been fighting for. This is the realm of never-ending revival. This is the realm of a new heavens and a new earth where righteousness dwells. And feasting upon each other's divine love in this realm will strengthen us. It's an ark and a covenant. It's a love covenant. It's a marriage covenant, but it's a love covenant. And the love covenant is your spirit and soul with God first and with brothers and sisters second. Amen. The golden rule to keep your senses golden and not carnal. You have to keep the main thing the main thing. The only commandment of the new covenant is to love 
God first and each other second. Amen. And it has to be Christian second and out of the overflow of other regenerated spirits that live in the Shekinah love of the King, then your cup overflows. But until their spirits are regenerated, they don't have the ability to give you love. It's not possible. Only in the heavenly realm being born above can your spirit release this kind of love. It's a rainbow arc of fire. It's a rainbow arc of love. That rainbow is the seven spirits of God, the fullness of God's love that's already in you. It's not something you get. You already got it. The day you asked Jesus into your heart, 33-year-old Jesus came into your spirit in seed form. Yep, because your spirit received it in seed form. God sowed a sperma into your spirit, and now cherishing that in your spirit is what unfolds it like the opening of the lily of the valley. We are the lily of the valley. The lily opens in the valley when we are unashamed of our divine love. That's what will intoxicate the valley. The valley is planet Earth. Amen? The valley is the Earth. You could call it the first heavens. Second heavens is space. Third heavens is the glory realm, the love realm, Eden, paradise, and eternity. Amen? Hallelujah. So you have to bring the high heavens down into the valley. And you don't do it by come Holy Spirit. You do it by releasing I am that I am one with the Holy Spirit. I am a Holy Spirit creature in Christ. My inner man is so built up with revelations of divine love that I am exactly like the Holy Spirit. I am actually a faceless man as the Holy Spirit. I mean, if you're conceived of the Holy Spirit, and if you're not, just ask Jesus in your heart today and get born again, because you look exactly like the Holy Spirit. You have all the attributes of God. You have all the abilities of God that make God God. And they're all supernatural, divine abilities of love. But this divine spiritual love is so different than natural love that hardly anyone that's ever lived has understood it very much. There's been very few that have ever walked that deep in Christ to taste these realms of divine love. But we're called to bring a whole generation into this realm. Amen? And you're going to do it by public displays of affection. (laughs) By releasing so much love out of your heart and your face shining so bright with the seven spirits of God that it's like a torrent of the anointing oil of love pouring out of your face towards everyone's faces. You're going to melt the veil or cleanse the conscience right into their hearts. People have seared consciences. That's why they don't feel love. That's why they don't feel happiness or joy. Some people, you can look into their face and they'll immediately light up. That person has kind of a clean conscience. But if you look into someone's face and it's just... That's because their conscience is so seared. People will get angry sometimes. People gnash their teeth at you. But there is a love coming that will melt the veil of all humanity, of all nations. That's what Jesus Christ prophesied in Revelation when he said, dash the nations to pieces like pottery. What does the iron scepter do? It releases such a fiery love upon their veil, upon their conscience, that their spirit has to feel the love. 
Amen. Hide us from him who sits on the throne. Hide us from divine love is what they're screaming. Because they want to say on the flesh side of their veil in the abilities of lust and pride. In the abilities of flesh, bones, and blood. They want to stay dead. God's not going to let anybody stay dead. This love is a jealous, consuming fire. If you love people strong enough, they can't stay dead. There's no such thing as free will. You walk in enough fire of God, you will burn a hole right through their brain into their spirit. Be like, oh, I guess you don't really have a choice. You don't. when, When someone comes around with real power and authority of divine love, it burns a hole through everyone's heads. That's what's coming. That's why Satan's so scared of this generation and killed one-third of us off in abortion because we'd walk in so much love we'd burn holes through everyone's brains and there couldn't be a kingdom of hell if you wanted one. There couldn't be a devil in the sky if you wanted one. No devil can live in the hundredfold realm of love. That's what produces demon-free zones. That's what produces revival cities, Goshen's. Amen. Flies no longer flying in the air. Prince of the power of the air? Who's that? The Lord Jesus. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. There isn't any princes in the air except the Prince of Peace. The Principality of Peace is the only principality that's going to bother you from now on in the name of Jesus. And you know how Mount Zion, the Principality, works? By the fire of love. This fire of love is terrifying to religious people. They'll fight this with all they got because this is the end of the natural world. This is the end of Babylon the Great. This is the end of the magic arts of Jannies and Jambres and all the seven principalities. All Jezebel's ability to mimic false charismatic Christianity in the soul realm. All of it will burn with unquenchable fire. All of it. There will be nothing left except Mount Zion and the true full fulfillment of prophecy with open ark like the tabernacle of David with no veil. There is no veil in the tabernacle of David. That's the season you are in right now. The full revealing of the ark of glory from within the bridal company, from within the man-child company, from within the holy of holies company, from the harem of Christ. The perfect lovers that are crystal clear have made their garments white, spotless virgins, the 144,000. And there might only be 25 of us right now, but hey, that just makes us chieftains of the 144K. That's exactly what this is. And you know it. You 25 here right now, you know who you are in Christ. Your confidence is so strong, we're building each other up. We're going to produce a canopy of divine love over the whole planet. We're going to turn crime to zero, hospitals to zero. We're going to dissolve all natural government. We'll dissolve every state, every boundary. Every stone will melt out of every heart. This fire will never be put out. (laughs) It's a baby that's been birthed. And it's never-ending revival of the hundredfold love realm. (laughs) And how was it birthed? by people that were willing to jump into uncomfortable situations, even be misunderstood in the deeper things of God. Pioneers. Crazy, wild lovers. People who are song of songs made flesh. 
It's exactly who we are. People whose hearts are only sing the love song of the Father. There's nothing else in us anymore. I'm ruined for anything else. I can't, I can't even go back into the joy realm. The, the peace realm means nothing to me anymore. The joy realm means nothing to me anymore. I'm, I'm sealed in the marriage chamber. I'm sealed in the harem of the 144,000 in the celestial chamber. I'm sealed in the love of God. I'm sealed in the love of the Father. I'm sealed in the seven spirits of perfect love with the Father's name and nature written on my forehead and the new Jerusalem written on my forehead. You're sealed in this level. It's true. You're getting sealed in divine love. It's a season of sealing you in the high place. It's a season of sealing you in the sky. It's a season of sealing you above the curse, above the snake line. Amen. It's a season of overcomers celebrating over the earth, over the flesh, over the five natural senses, trampling all lust, all perversion, all immorality, all idolatry, all pride, and all seven mountains into nothing. They won't even be found. You'll look for them and not find them, for they will be taken away. That's what the lake of fire is for. The lake of fire is what all of our fiery love melting down the mountains like wax. You'll melt like wax, and all that wax washes right into lake of fire, and all that remains is Mount Zion. All that remains is divine love. So grow in divine love. Sacrifice every little fox, every little secret sin. Get completely zipped up with no leaks in your spirit. No demonic influence in your spirit. Trust me. I know from experience. Even just tolerating little bits of sin here and there and not doing anything overtly wrong, but just not being completely perfect, will will keep you out of the fullness of this divine love realm. And you can sacrifice it. The Holy Spirit will help you. As it is written, we will do it together. Catch me the little foxes, the foxes that spoil our vineyard of love. And then Jesus says to the bride, I know you can't do it alone. Those familiar spirits are rough, but we will do it together. All that little lust stuff, all that little perversion stuff, all that little secret sin stuff, all that little greed and covetousness and fear of provisions and money stuff, we'll deal with it together. We'll overcome together. We'll strengthen your spirit with revelation after revelation until you're strong enough to stop sinning. Amen? When you stop sinning, you'll start winning. (laughs) But that familiar spirit will destroy your whole life. And people make excuses saying, well, I just can't get rid of that one. That one pet sin. It's just one or two areas that need to be cleaned up until you manifest full spiritual stature. It's true. Nearly all of us, if we include all the hundreds and thousands of people, there is not a lot of areas that need to be cleaned up. It's usually just one or two or three areas. And it could be like, well, it's heroin. Yeah, clean that up and you'll be in full spiritual stature. Well, you know, whatever. Hallelujah. Alcoholism. And it could be a big one. But once you start drinking and receiving this divine love, it becomes a small one. The enemies are only big when you're stuck in them and you don't know his love. When you begin to receive divine love, every enemy shrinks to be little flies. Solomon, in an inferior old covenant, called Satan and his angels flies. 
Very small insects, insectoids, repti reptiles, reptilians, and they are, they're insectoids. They really are. Bel Belial, Lord of the Flies. Satan is a fly master. Satan is an insect. Biblically, in Hebrew, he's an insectoid. Like, you know, the ancient ruins of Peru. They, the insectoids would fly down, insect giants, and they would eat the villagers. And they have those elongated skulls down in Peru at Machu Picchu. You know when those were eradicated? Right when Jesus was resurrected at the same year span. I believe Jesus, during the time of his resurrection, went around and killing all the rest of the Nephilim insectoids and all the kinds of horrible crap Satan had produced through the human race. Amen. Get that crap out of here. Fulfill David's destiny, son of David, removing all the seed of Satan from humanity, burn it up with unquenchable fire. And even these little seeds, they can grow to be big seeds. They can grow to be huge demons in you. So get it when it's small. And it'll get small by receiving love. And you can burn it all out of your spirit and have only God the Father in you all the time. And that's where you're going. As you receive love and grow in love. As you read your Bibles in love as apples. When you read the Word, see it as a love apple. When you read Colossians, Ephesians, Philippians, Revelation, the Gospels, Isaiah, Song of Songs, spending time in Proverbs, Psalms, spending as much time as you can in the Word, see it as God's love letter towards you. It's important that you spend hours in the Word. You cannot fulfill your destiny without having His laws written on your spirit. I will write my laws upon their hearts and upon their minds, and they will be my people and I will be their God. And they will be my sons, and I will be their father. It is written. Amen. How? Only when the word is written on our spirit and obeyed through our soul, that our flesh becomes obedient to the spirit word, to the rhema word, to the living word, to Christ on the throne. Amen. So you could do all kinds of stuff out here that has the appearance of truth and doing all kinds of charismania activity like a circus show, but is it obedience to the throne of God and the Lamb? That's what's going to be tested in fire. You could take the love message and do all, do all kinds of stuff, have, start a business, start a TV show, rake in millions of dollars and die and go to hell because you didn't obey God. It's about obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. One of the craziest verses in the Bible is these people were doing miracles, driving out demons, signs, miracles, and wonders. Jesus said, you're still going to hell because you didn't know me intimately in love in your spirit. You have to sacrifice your outer man to develop your inner man in love or you'll still go to hell. It's that serious. Love is stronger than death and people practice death thinking that they're right with God and they're still practicing Jezebel. Seriously, they're submitted to the principalities and they're all only right in their own brains and their spirit's the size of a pin needle. And you try to feed their spirit and all that flesh will start attacking you with a demon pit. You know, and it's the tops of the mountains of Satan too. They think Jezebel's mountain and the seven mountains is Mount Zion. You ever deal with these people? These servants of Jezebel, these false prophets, false apostles, these false charismatic people? You start dealing with their spirit and getting real with them, they weep and gnash their teeth at you. Those are the workers of iniquity that are going to hell. We can save them, but it's going to be ugly. 
Because Mount Zion's rising in perfect love, and these people think they walk in perfect love. Really, you need to gird your loins for civil war. We're going after this. We're not going to lose. Every single enemy of love will burn, and the greatest enemy of love is love in the brain that pretends to be Christ's love. Because they don't actually burn in the sacred love fire of Eden. They don't burn in the true love of God the Father. They don't burn in the Spice Mountains. They don't burn under the apple tree. And they don't burn in the faraway fields. They're not revelatory. They don't operate out of revelations of divine love. Their spirit is not built up to manifest all of the Father's love like fire. They're not even in the right kingdom. They're servants on the seven mountains. They're the prostitute of Babylon and the servants of Satan and his angels. They will melt with fervent heat by true love of the bridal company of the harem of Jesus Christ. And don't expect it to look nice. Every example you see of people that walked in divine love, it was so freaking ugly for the false, you couldn't believe it. Moses on the mountain in true love. All the false in the sand having an orgy. The ugliest thing you'd ever seen in your life. You see it in the, the love feasts of the first century, the, the apostles teaching them how to feast spiritually. And then you have Nero having sex with his sister and killing his mom and raping his mom. You had the, the polar opposite going on side by side. You had incesticide next to Fotili and, and her women in perfect love. <laughs> you, had, you have rape and incest next to virgin love feasts, side by side, two trees in the garden. And that's exactly how it's going down now in the maturation of the times, in the climax of the ages. And it's all about purity or lust. They'll both come to the fullness of a head. One will be popped and go to hell, and the other shall remain through water. Like the days of Noah. The days of Noah, there were orgies. Sexual immorality, Everywhere. It's recorded, Book of Noah. These people were having sex with angels. Hello? They were fornicating with angels and producing giants. Hallelujah. Are people doing that now? Big time. Big time. Are they producing giants? They're producing demons in the spirit in their own bodies. <laughs> They're not that big, though. And they don't have six fingers and six toes. They walk around in five fingers and five toes. They live inside human bodies. They're called perverts. They're everywhere. <laughs> Try to find someone that's not filled with demons and perversion. You found someone filled with the Holy Spirit and fire. And you got to be baptized in the fire of love or you'll be perverted. And then you got to go deeper in the fire. Get more and more purified. Seven times until your senses are pure gold and you're sealed in the marriage chambers. So then you can really be used like a missionary to reach these people and feed their mouths love apples. Amen. Because if there's still weakness in your armor, they'll pull you right into their sin and that lust will get on you. Next thing you know, you're jerking up to pornography, but you're raising the dead the day before. Holy Spirit. So you got to have the full armor of God on. What's the full armor of God? Completely drenched in liquid love with not even a desire for anything in the flesh because you know it's an inferior pleasure. You have to be built up in love into the highway of holiness with enough revelation of love that all the temptations of the natural realm can't touch you anymore. Otherwise, they will touch you. Satan's playing for keeps and so is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is winning, but very few people are even doing what Jesus is doing right now because Satan's got so much mixture in the Christians. That mixture will be burned out as those without mixture. 
that are fully sanctified, head to toes, start demonstrating the love realm. Christ's harem, his perfect lovers. His perfect lovers are his hundredfold company. The sons of God are the perfect lovers. The hundredfold is reserved for his harem. They're the closest ones to the king. Everyone's a perfect virgin. Nothing in their past is remembered. They're crystal clear and sparkling. Amen? That's where we need to go. And we get there by intimacy with our king and intimacy with one another in the spirit of holiness in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Give a love offering. Red Letter Ministries. RedLetterMin.com. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Glory to God.